Hello, Hello friends. friends, and welcome to Mad as a Hatter, a curiosity and conspiracies podcast. This is our third episode, and also the first episode, we're, we're going to announce a little bit of a schedule change. Yes. So, because our episodes have been consistently an hour and a half long and are really hard to edit, <laughs> uh, we, Poor ha- Darby. <laughs> um, we have... We have decided to break them up into two episodes. So on Sundays, we're going to post my conspiracy side. And on Wednesday, you're going to hear from me and the psychology of our mind. So while we're still recording together and be commenting on each other's, we're just breaking it up into two. Yes, that'll be a lot nicer for all involved, our listeners and editors included. True. Very true. (laughs) We just wanted to share that announcement, um, being as this is the first episode that will be posted on a Sunday. And so as you listen to this episode, don't be surprised when it ends after Darby. You will hear my beautiful voice again, but on Wednesdays. Yes. So you just have to wait two days. And I'm so sorry to everybody who has to hear my continuous hump day jokes. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. Yes. (laughs) Sorry in advance. It was either that or Thirsty Thursday. And we thought Wednesday was a little bit more user friendly. So when I put acid in my bag, I was thinking acid designed as a weapon, right? Mm -hmm. Well, in my bag, I also have MKUltra. Fun fact, they're the same thing. So if we draw it out again, we'll just draw another one. So, yes. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. I mean, there's recreational, then there's the weaponized version, but hasn't that only been MK Ultra? Yes. Okay. We, that we know of. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that, but I was wrong. So this is actually an MK Ultra episode. Oh, fun. <laughs> I did. I've actually been really wanting to hear about this. Great. So... And I'm sorry, I don't have any pictures this time. What? How can you not have pictures as it relates to acid? Because I feel that those would be some really entertaining pictures. Probably. (laughs) Also, so, side note, we did watch Bandersnatch. (gasps) So good. Well, the first part of it. Okay, well, I went and rewatched all of it last night and watched every ending. Um... (laughs) Fight me. We were supposed to do that together. I got Alec to watch it with me. What? My boyfriend wouldn't even do it. That's so unfair. He loves that kind of stuff. We were like, we went hiking this weekend and we both got home and we were like, nah, not today. (laughs) What? Okay. Well, I guess I'm just going to sit alone, curled up with my dog. Oh, no, I'll watch it again. Oh, okay. There's choices I didn't do. I just got all the endings. Ooh, fuck. You know, there's a little, like, mid-scenes in there that I didn't get. I know. There's those users on Reddit who post their flowcharts that they've made of all of them and, like, of all the choices. I kind of want to f- go down all the flowcharts, all the different options, but then also see if there's another one. Apparently, there's some that Netflix, the creators, have said that they can't even access. They've taped things that just cannot be accessed through any point of choices. So that would be pretty interesting. Yeah, they apparently, like, filmed it as if it was multiple movies. Like, they started from the beginning every time they filmed a new scene. Oh, my gosh. So that um, it was very natural for the actors to go into it. Mm-hmm. Wow. That, I can't even imagine getting that all straight in my head as an actor. I'd be like, wait, 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 wait. What ending are we on now? 
Yeah, and like unlike most movies where they film scene by scene and out of order, this was filmed like in order. Oh my god! As if it was a play. That's crazy. So they had like twenty different plays all at once. Yes, and it was filmed very quickly because they had a very short time with Netflix to get it like edited and out, so they had to film it really quickly. Oh my gosh! So yes, if you have not seen it, I (laughs) highly recommend it. It's really good. Um, there's been a lot of memes and funny jokes about it on the internet, so I highly recommend checking it out so it doesn't get too spoiled. I may also bring up spoilers. I'm sorry. So if you haven't seen it, pause, pause this, go watch, come back. Yes. (laughs) Well, don't wait too long to come back. Maybe just do one run through and then come back. (laughs) You really just need to see one scene that I'm going to spoil for you. Oh, great. (laughs) We, I know which scene and I'm very excited (laughs) to hear more about it, (laughs) which by the way, If you have not seen it, the scene that she is going to talk about is actually fantastic and I highly recommend. So at the height of the Cold War, the U.S. government feared that Soviet, Chinese, and North Korean agents were using mind control to brainwash U.S. prisoners of war in in Korea. Alan Dulles, who was the director of Central Intelligence Agencies, a.k.a. CIA, approved Project MKUltra in 1953. The project aimed to develop techniques that could be used against Soviet enemies to control human behavior with drugs and other psychological manipulations. Okay, so this this started as like a good reason, like saying, hey, we're worried that our prisoners are getting brainwashed. We want to figure out how to help prevent that from happening. Except really, they wanted to help do it to other people, too. Yes. (laughs) But yes, it started with a good idea, (laughs) turned into, let's do it back. So, like most of history. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) It's fine. Um, More than 150 human experiments involving psychedelic drugs, paralytic, and electroshock therapy were used. The studies were conducted (laughs) at universities, hospitals, and prisons throughout the United States and Canada. Most of these took place between 1953 and 1964. The agents kept notoriously poor records and destroyed most of MK Ultra documents when the program was officially halted in 1973. So much of this is still unknown. So yeah, I'm kind of feeling a little bit of what you felt when you researched this, like more than 150 human experiments. Mm-hmm. And this was 11 years all across the United States and Canada. And I guarantee that those prisons were not consensual. Prob- no, probably not. I mean, the hospitals either. I mean, they're patients you think yeah. maybe they're just slipping it in when they think they're just taking medicine basically from what i found the universities were the only ones that were consensual yes because I mean, broke college students need some money i i actually when i was at my first university remember signing up for all kinds of those tests in the psych department with the, the graduate students they would ask for undergrads to take their tests and everything but like Mine were computer-generated tests. I can't imagine saying, hey, take this brainwashing serum. Hey, here, drug, take it. Not going to tell you what it does. Just take it. I mean, there's been some levels of desperation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now we're getting into LSD, which I'm going to be honest, I had no idea what LSD stood for. (laughs) I don't really know how to say it, so I'm sorry that I'm going to butcher this. Okay. But lysergic... That's not right. Lysergic acid dithylamide. What is it really? I think you nailed it. Oh, good. Yeah, lysergic acid dithylamide. 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 Okay. Get the L. Yes. Cool. So, 
That's what LSD stands for, fun fact. LSD is also acid. It's a anyway. common term. Sydney Gottlieb. Gottlieb? Gottlieb. Gottlieb? Gottlieb. Mm-hmm. Sydney I, Gottlieb. I knew somebody with that last name. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Agency chemist and poison expert. He worked for the CIA. Ah, poison expert. Mm-hmm. I like that a poison expert created LSD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He believed the agency could harness the drug's mind-altering properties for brainwashing or psychological torture. I actually, that is part of my hat. So if you are interested in psychological methods of torture, stick around. Please turn to page. Which episode is going to turn out to be? We'll come back and edit that in. Yes. Probably won't ever do that, but I apologize to anybody who is just now starting to listen to us. It's now a choose your own adventure. Ooh, like Vanderstatch. <laughs> CIA began to fund studies at Columbia University, Stanford Universities, and other colleges on the effects of the drug. After a series of tests, the drug was deemed too unpredictable for use in counterintelligence. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, some other drugs that they also thought they could brainwash people with. Ecstasy. Miscaline? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. I'm going to be honest. Especially. Heroin. Barbitur- oh gosh, I know this word. Barbiturates. 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 I think. Yeah. Methamphetamine and magic mushrooms. Let's move on to the fun stuff. Yay. Operation Midnight Climax. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Did you? Is that what you meant to say? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Onwards and upwards. <laughs> So, Operation Midnight Climax was... I'm sorry, we'll make it through this. I promise we're not 12 years old. It was an MK Ultra project in which government employees employed prostitutes who lured unsuspecting men to CIA safe houses where drug experiments took place. That I'm sorry, that was a roller coaster. That was a roller coaster of a sentence. So, okay. So, the MK Ultra Project. Mm-hmm. So, these government employed prostitutes, mm-hmm. where prostitution is illegal, mm-hmm. <laughs> took unsuspecting men to CIA safe houses. So, these prostitutes, prostitutes lured and kidnapped mm-hmm. men mm-hmm. and took them to the CIA. It gets better. Or worse. Whichever way you look at it. Okay. <laughs> Roller coaster. I had to break it down just in case anybody else needed to rehear that sentence. So, at the safe house, the CIA agents would dose the men with LSD and then watch behind a two-way mirror. So, did, I'm assuming these men did not know no, that they were taking LSD. They did not know. Okay, so they just suddenly start <laughs> tripping out and have no idea why. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, you I mean, obviously, I assume they know who the women are that are taking them. So they go to this random well, house. they know that they're women of the night. Yes. <laughs> they go with they these women. Know they know what they're, they are expecting. And then instead, this happens. That's crazy. They get a trip of a lifetime. <laughs> Probably not the trip they were expecting. <laughs> okay. Um... So the CIA also put recording devices in the prostitute's room disguised as electrical outlets. So if you weren't paranoid before, 
go onward. Like, I've always heard of them in, like, the lamps, in the light bulbs and all that, and then, like, in the mouthpiece of telephones. I've never heard of them as electrical outlets before. Yep. Because I know that bugs need a source of electricity. I didn't know. That's... Oh. <laughs> Doesn't make you ever just like whenever you see those movies or something where they're looking for a bug, you're always like, "What if I?" <laughs> they're bugging everything now. I wouldn't be surprised. So most of Operation Midnight Climax experiments took place in San Francisco, and Marion County, California, and in New York City. The project had little oversight, and the CIA agents involved admitted that. They had a freewheeling party-like atmosphere, so they did whatever they wanted. So the CIA is like a frat house Uh during rush week. Yes. I love it. That's what was happening. (laughs) Okay. Also, I'm going to fair warning, trigger, this is a trigger warning, this quote I'm about to give. Mm -hmm. So. Trigger warning of what for our audience? Of a lot of stuff. A lot. Okay, so if you have any sensitivities including <laughs> violence or other acts, probably go ahead and use that 10 second skip button a couple times. Yeah, I don't go in depth of anything, but... Just a warning. A little messed up. <laughs> Agent named George White wrote to Gottlieb in 1971. Of course, I was a very minor missionary. Actually, a heretic. But I toiled wholeheartedly in the vineyards because it was fun, fun, fun. Where else could a red-blooded American boy lie, kill, and cheat, steal, deceive, rape, and pillage with the sanction and blessing of the all-highest? That, that's an agent. <laughs> like, I know this is a comedy podcast and I should be making a joke right about now, but that's just horrendous. Just an yeah. all-American boy. Like, you know, that's just apple pie, barbecues, 4th of July fireworks, and oh, by the way, che- uh, stealing and cheating and rape and pillaging. You know, it's just like the normal fanfare. Where else could I do that without government protection? Yeah, that's... Of course I loved it. Uh-huh. I mean, I get part of a conspiracies podcast is we are going to talk about ways that the government, or people assume that the government is pretty messed up. This is pretty messed up. I will say that the CIA pretty much just let them do whatever they wanted. So while they protected them, they didn't encourage that. It's just that's what happened. And they still protected it. I mean, condoning is the same as saying it's fine. (laughs) So we're we're not saying we're not we're giving them some slack. But at the same time, we're like, hey, now (laughs) that's so not okay. Okay, so ready for some bandersnatch? Yes. Frank Olson. He was the scientist who worked... He was a scientist who worked for the CIA. No, he was the scientist. The only the scientist. sole scientist in charge of the entire CIA production. <laughs> Even though we've already talked about two. Yeah, no. They're, they're assistants to Frank Olson. No, he's just a scientist. <laughs> so he worked for the CIA. At a retreat in 1953, Olson drank a cocktail that was laced with LSD. A few days later, on November 28, 1953, Olsen tumbled to his death from a window of the New York City hotel room in an alleged suicide. That does sound familiar. Remind you of Colin? Yes, it does. Or, or it could have been the other guy. Stefan, depending on how you, yes. which choice you got. LSD trip and jumping out a window. An alleged suicide. Hmm. Yep. 
So the family of Frank Olson decided to have a second autopsy performed in 1994. A forensics team found injuries on the body that had likely occurred before the fall. The finding sparked a conspiracy theory that Olson might have been assassinated by the CIA. What? Like, why? Just because he drank a cocktail? Well, he was a scientist that worked on it. He might have known something that they didn't want out there. <gasps> CIA. And they might have spiked him and been like, ooh, maybe we can make him kill himself. And then when he didn't, they were like, well, out the window. Like, not just including all the things that were mentioned in the quote. I'm not going to bring it up specifically again because we already said the trigger warning. But including all that, now there's possible assassinations and murder. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, after the autopsy, Olsen's family was awarded a settlement of $750,000 and received a personal apology from President Gerald Ford and the then-CIA director, Willem Cosby. A little suspicious? Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that seems like an apology tends to lead towards guilt. What did you have to apologize for if he killed himself? Exactly. Like, oh, sorry, he was stressed. I mean, I don't know. Like, that's... I'm that's sorry I shady. laced his drug with LSD. He had a bad trip and fell out the window. Yeah, no. I guess that could be a thing, except it was a few days later. I don't know how long that lasts. That's, that's what I've always kind of wondered with settlements, is like, how much is worth his life? Like, an apology letter and $750,000? Like, I'm not... That's no amount to sneeze at, but that's kind of... I wish they would get more. Yeah, but I mean... True. It is early 90s. There is kind of a certain point where you're like, well, am I really going to win if I actually sue the government? True. <laughs> Especially one that's now assassinating people to cover up possible secrets. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, okay, so the first person I'm going to talk about... Well, actually, I mean, it's the first person I'm going to go into detail about talking, mm -hmm. not... I'm going to mention some others, but Kenny Casey, who signed up for experiments in college, hosted acid test parties. Acid tests combined drug use with musical performances by bands including Grateful Dead and psychedelic effects such as fluorescent paint and black lights. So basically a rave. Yeah, that's I was just thinking I was like, I'll admit I am a millennial. I don't, I was not born during this time, but this is exactly how I picture the 70s and 60s. Yes, me too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> These parties influenced the early development of hippie culture and kickstarted the 1960s psychedelic drug scene. See, so you can thank. Oh my gosh, Kenny the CIA Casey. caused the 1960s psychedelic drug scene. Correct. Kenny Casey and the CIA. Yes. <laughs> Hippies, your father is the CIA. <laughs> So others who signed up were Robert Hunter, the Grateful Dead lyr lyricist, Ted, could, okay, better known um, as the Unabomber. Yes. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> I know a little bit too much about that one, and he is also in my hat. <laughs> Interesting. I wonder if it ties to MKUltra. Mm -hmm. mm. You know, I didn't know. I didn't, I did not tie that. So, you know, that may add an interesting piece to my research when I do him. Yeah. See, maybe if he was on some acid or mushrooms or ecstasy or heroin or methamphetamine, because all of those are part of this. I mean, it was a cocktail, was it not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Jeff Josum, Whitey Bugler, the notorious Boston mobster. Wow. So really famous people 
yes. involved with these acid tests. And these all volunteered, like, signed up. Mm-hmm. Unlike the prisons and hospitals and the yes. other unwilling patients. And the people that died. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Which is like, while this is a comedy podcast, we always understand, like, how horrible some of these things are and just how tragic it is that people died because of these tests that they didn't even sign up for. Warning, people died because of LSD, so don't do it. Stay away from drugs. No drugs allowed. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking of another slogan, but somehow I went to like the boys club, no girls allowed. So I apologize in advance. I think I meant say no to drugs. That's what I was thinking. Yes. Just say no. Like... Yes. <laughs> Red ribbon week. Uh, we actually have a table. Um, our folding table that we're using in the basement is actually from the 60s and 70s. And on the box that it came in says, say no to drugs. <laughs> they knew. <laughs> yes. They're like, this is, looks like a quality party table. Do not do drugs. Not on the table, please. No. This is a high quality table that folds. <laughs> so that's acid. Wow. That's crazy. I had, yeah, yeah, as you said, like I knew about MK Ultra, but I had, I had no idea, like all that it was involved with. How many people, how many human experiments? Over 150, but they lost records. So there may be a lot more. We don't know. That's just all that they can a hundred percent trace back to. So somebody as a notor. I'm such a notorious note taker. They definitely would not want me in charge of this project. No, they clearly. Like, no, we want less records, not more. Stop it. <laughs> they want nothing. Did you alphabetize the case studies? No, I said burn them. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the shredder empty? No, I need it full, but I filled the file cabinet. No file cabinet. Shredders only. Why do you have a detailed record on the computer? <laughs> Why did I even type it up in the first place if you're going to shred it? You know, good point. Just skip it. <laughs> well, I mean, if it led to soldiers. True. I mean, you would want to write down some basic findings. It was when it failed and everyone started dying. and That's when you're like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no backtrack. <laughs> I want to, like, start keeping track of how many conspiracies you bring up that ended with people frantically stuffing things in shredders <laughs> well we're on we're gonna two. call it like the shredder count are we on two now or three we're on episode three yeah but i mean which episode of conspiracies ended in shredding two or three well we had jonestown jonestown did that end in shredding i mean it ended a lot of people disappearing mysteriously true but that, that's more Okay, we'll there count were no that records. one. We'll count that one is shredding. There's no records to be found. Also, you Shredder know, Russia count one. <laughs> True. Shredder count one. Episode two was. I literally just edited this episode two. I don't know. <laughs> I would like everybody to point out that this was our last episode. <laughs> the dark web. The dark web. No, um, there's no trace, so they no. would not shred. You don't shred on the dark web. You do okay. not shred. So this is our second. Yes, the so shredder count is at two. We need to use him from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He'll be our logo man. Yes. <laughs> Holding up two fingers. Yes. So if you see that posted on Instagram, you'll know the reference. It will be on Instagram. Yes. It will happen. Follow our Instagram at Matt is a Hatter. And find us on Facebook. 
Mad as a Hatter. <laughs> Pretty much anywhere you search, you're going to find us. Mad yes. as a Hatter. We're getting better at using that one. We are. We haven't been that great. <laughs> We're working on it. We're getting there. As always, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and we will be updating any more information in regards to that front if we decide to expand. And we have a website now. <gasps> what? How did... Okay. I feel like this is something I should have known. You know the website. <gasps> We have a website. Cool. We have a website. It is madhatterpodcast.podomatic.com. Podomatic is spelled P-O-D-O-M-A-T-I-C. And on this website, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter. You can listen to our podcasts on the website. You can share us on any of your social media links through this website. And... Feel free to subscribe, leave subscribe. us a comment, um, any ideas, or... And as always, feel free to send us an email at madhatterpodcast at gmail.com. Send us any topics you'd like to see in our hat, any suggestions you have, and we are always happy to test them out. We will add them <laughs> into our hats if they are not already in our hats. Yes. <laughs> so you might be wondering, guys, why does it sound like you're wrapping up? It is because we are wrapping up. As we announced earlier, um, this is the end of episode three. We're going to start splitting up. So next episode will be mine, and we will dive into the world of love turning into obsession. Although before we wrap up, we should... Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Pick a topic. Yes, we can't leave Darby <laughs> hanging for a whole three days. Excuse me. <laughs> sorry. Where is your hat? It's sitting next to your drink. That's that's my hat. Nope, isn't that mine? No, that's your hat. It's just sticking in that one. That one's mine. Well, you put it, you dag in the ran wrong one. <laughs> no, that was mine. I was pulling I stuff out. This. <laughs> we will figure out whose hat is who here. <gasps> Darby. What am I doing? Agent Orange. Oh. Okay, so, side warning. While I'm excited to do this one, I do need to tell y'all that this is actually a topic that's very dear to my heart because my grandpa did die of cancer caused by Agent Orange. Yes, so this is always a reminder of how these topics are serious. We might be a comedy playlist, but these are issues and things that have touched upon many of our lives, including us. Yes. So our next, my next episode might be a little more serious. Just a little bit, but it is something that needs to be spoken about. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Do Darby's grandfather and many, many other people lots of justice for what happened. So might be a little bit more solemn. You'll definitely hear a lot less commentary from me, more just questions. Um, but promise, as always, we still have our fun. There'll be some jokes in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're terrible. <laughs> I have to laugh or I might cry. Yes. We'll make it through this one way or another. <laughs> so either muffle your laughter or muffle your tears, whichever you prefer. All right. So as always, thank you for following us down the rabbit hole. We will see you in a couple of days to talk about our love.